So why aren't there medications to treat atherosclerosis, the underlying chronic inflammation of the blood vessel wall associated with this condition that many believe contributes to the risk of heart disease and potentially heart attacks? Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter at the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Lawrence Cohen. He's the president and chief executive officer of Via Pharmaceuticals. Dr. Cohen has served as president and CEO since Via's formation in 2004. And before that, he worked for more than two decades in the biotech industry, holding various executive roles, including that as CEO of Xiomix, a proteomics technology company he joined in 1999 as chief operating officer. Dr. Cohen received a PhD in microbiology from the University of Illinois and completed his postdoctoral work in molecular biology at Dana-Farber Cancer Institute and the Department of Biological Chemistry at Harvard Medical School. He joins us today from VIA's offices in lovely downtown San Francisco on Battery Street. Dr. Lawrence Cohen, welcome to ReachMD XM 157, the channel for medical professionals. Thank you, Bruce. It's a pleasure to be here. So this is a very interesting concept that your company is pursuing, the actual treatment of atherosclerosis and the whole idea of inflammation. And if you will, could you give us a little background on your company and also uh, the current, and we'll talk about the current treatment landscape out there to work on yet another way to treat heart disease. The company was actually founded in, in the middle of 2004 by a venture capital company in San Francisco by the name of Bay City Capital, and it was specifically designed to develop the next generation of medicines for treating, preventing heart attacks and stroke. It was based on science that came out of the Department of Cardiovascular Research at Stanford University, and it basically was a very comprehensive molecular characterization of the disease process itself at a level of detail which we hadn't done before. And it allowed us to say, if you wanted to inhibit inflammation, these are probably the most effective drug targets that you would choose. The company has had a drug in clinical development since uh, we began trials in 2006. We have two phase two proof of concept trials that are actually going to be reported at the American Heart Association meeting this year in November in New Orleans. And so a lot of people may be more familiar with statins. We have a, a, a vast primary care physician audience, other health professionals, and just consumers in general. They, they know statins. They know right. uh, Zocor, now Simvastatin, uh, Lipitor, etc. Why would we be developing an anti-inflammatory? If you look at the statistics, while statins have been significant medications, that have had a significant effect on the patient population and the ability to reduce both primary and secondary heart attacks, there still is significant risk, even on top of statins. So if you have a heart attack in this country, you're put on the most, the best standard of care, which of course involves aggressive statin therapies, you've reduced your chance of having that second heart attack by somewhere only between 20 and 30%. So still a significant unmet medical need. And what we're looking to develop are medications that would not replace a statin, but would be used on top of that standard of care to complement and, and, and really using a new mechanism. And would a product that addresses inflammation be complementary to other therapies currently available, such as beta blockers, or uh, would these products potentially replace them? No, we, we think it would be complementary. If you think about the medications that we give patients with cardiovascular disease now, they really treat the risk factors. You know, we have statins which lower LDL cholesterol. We have 
ACE inhibitors or, or, or our blockers, which really lower blood pressure. We take baby aspirin to inhibit the ability of platelets to aggregate and form a clot. But those are really the risk factors for the disease. None of those are treating the underlying disease process. And so we think if you take an anti-inflammatory drug, which in fact is treating that underlying disease process, and use it in, in conjunction with the current medications, we have the, the most significant chance or the best chance of having a significant change in outcomes. And of the clinical trials that have been done so far in this arena are pretty much, what's the breakdown? I mean, do most patients have atherosclerosis if they're already taking a statin and have other risk factors, or how, is there a breakdown at all? No, I think I, I think most patients, you know, statins first were, were put on the market for treating what's known as secondary prevention. So you've had a heart attack and you're trying to prevent that second heart attack. In fact, once they were proven safe and effective in that market, they moved back into the primary prevention market where you have elevated cholesterol. You have no evidence yet of having cardiovascular disease, but now you put on a statin because you know you have that high cholesterol. So statins are really being used very broadly in this day and age. Well, if you're just joining us or even if you're new to our channel, you're listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, your host. I'm with the Chicago Tribune. And joining me today from his offices in San Francisco is Dr. Lawrence Cohen. He's the president and chief executive officer of Via Pharmaceuticals, which is a company that's developing a new way, a complementary way, if you will, to treat heart disease and specifically specifically atherosclerosis, which is an inflammation of the vessel wall. And Dr. Cohen, if you could tell us, how far are we away from another one of these complementary therapies? Because you said that these would be used in addition to statins and hypertension drugs and other things that, that many patients are already, millions of patients are already taking. I think that there are a number of programs, Bruce, which are enter or will be entering probably the terminal stage of clinical development probably next year. So if that's in fact the case, it'll be somewhere in the neighborhood of five years or slightly less till these hit the market. And for consumers and uh, doctors out there, it, it comes at an interesting time because a lot of people are just starting to hear of other companies trying to move beyond just the statins and attack heart disease through combination pills, uh, lowering lipid levels, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And so this, you would see, would fit into that, and there wouldn't necessarily be a problem for patients to uh, take yet another pill or, or have, have another condition. Uh, Actually, pardon me. If you think about the way all the clinical trials are designed, you are, you are given these medications, these medications that we're testing on top of standard of care. So they're already being developed as an adjunct, if you will. And so all the data that we're collecting in the clinic is you, you're on the standard of care, you've got a statin, you've got a... Uh, antihypertensive, et cetera. And on top of that, you're being given the anti-inflammatories are being tested in that setting. And are the, given the fact that a lot of these firms, including yours, are pretty far along in the clinical trial stages and have been allowed to proceed into these later stage trials, one would think that these are, are showing to be uh, safe for patients? Because when you think of like I've got. I'm taking all these drugs. I mean, is that good for me to take more drugs? Yeah, it's it, it, it's absolutely as it's almost as important. Well, it is as important. So the drug has to be effective. But on top of that, it, in in this day and age, increasingly, it has to it has to have an impeccable safety profile. And is it a surprise to you at all that, given what's gone on in the industry and 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 the potential market for these type of treatments, that a disease like this, a condition like this, was not uh, looked at perhaps sooner? Well, I think it's the complexity of the disease, and it's the complexity of the process, and we're only beginning now just to understand really what the nature of the disease is. 
a lot of people like to say that we used to think of atherosclerosis as a plumbing problem, where you had your arteries and you just built up more and more lipid deposition until basically you occluded the you, you occluded the vessel. And we now know while there there is a component of deposition, in fact, it's a very active biological process going on. And ultimately, it, there's an acute event. There's a, in many, if not most cases, there's actually a rupture of that plaque, which leads to myocardial infarction or stroke. And these type of patients are routinely right now treated with antihypertensives to lower blood pressure and the antiplatelet drugs. So it's, there are no drugs out there, is that correct, that actually treat this condition? There are no drugs that have been directly designed to treat this condition. I believe that, the, that a number of perhaps the ACE inhibitors and certainly a number of the statins have a side effect. It may not be quite the right term, but they, but they have an anti-inflammatory component of their action. But certainly none of the drugs have been optimized for having the best or the most maximal anti-inflammatory effect. And as far as the landscape, how, how many companies, um, I don't, you don't necessarily have to plug any of your competitors, but how, how many companies are there out there that are looking into this? I would say there's probably in the neighborhood of maybe about a dozen. Most major pharma have some activity in this arena, and certainly I know three or four smaller biotech companies like ourselves that are also actively attempting to develop drugs to treat inflammation. And it is interesting because when you talk about, I mean, I know uh, colleagues of mine at the, the Wall Street Journal did a lot of look at when Pfizer had a, a you know a major pill that failed in the clinical trial. I suppose it it is uplifting from not only a consumer standpoint, but certainly a primary care professional standpoint that there is research actually going on in another arena because, as you said, the statins are not doing the jobs on their own. Right. I know that there's definitely a lot of commitment from a, from a lot of people. You know, there's anti-inflammatories. People are also trying to develop HDL-raising therapies as well, and that's what Pfizer's issue was with, with an HDL-raising therapy. And do you see this product as fitting in potentially in a combination role or on its own, another pill for somebody to take, or are there... How do you see it fitting in? I think initially it will be just another pill. I mean, the most convenient format would be a once-a-day, you know, small-molecule, orally available pill to take. But you can certainly imagine that in the future, since since patients that have had myocardial infarctions are on so many different drugs, that the, the opportunity for combining some of these, what are now individual pills, into one pill certainly exists. And is Via Pharmaceuticals uh, just have one product in this arena, or are you looking at others? This is really our lead program. It is more advanced. We do have a series of other molecules that are right now sort of in preclinical testing. So we haven't even made the decision yet to put them into the clinic, but we are looking at those as well. And if there were physicians who are listening in or across the country, um, is, is there a way that perhaps they could participate in a clinical trial? Do you have uh, sites that you're still trying to enroll patients in or anything uh, in that arena? Well, so, so right now we are winding down our, our, our phase two clinical program. We have three trials that are currently running. Two have completed enrollment. We're analyzing the data. The third one should report out sometime in the first half of 2009. And so I think the opportunity is that we obviously hope that the data is wildly supportive of the theory and that we would be starting a phase three trial sometime next year. And that would be the opportunity to have a number of centers participate. And how many patients are you talking about that would be enrolled in something like that? I know this is probably very early and, you're, and you work with the FDA on this, but whatever you can give us uh, along these lines. You know, we've had some conversations with the FDA. Obviously, they haven't committed and we haven't, you know, we haven't asked them to. But I think we're thinking somewhere in the neighborhood of four to 6,000 patients. There have been a couple of trials run recently, designed and run recently in this area. 
that, that have been broadly in that ballpark. And is the FDA excited about this? I know that there are, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of criticism, and I know you don't want to criticize the FDA if you're dealing with them, but there has, has been some criticism and, and analysis going on that innovation has been slowed because of Vioxx and other things, which are not relative to your product. But it seems that you guys are progressing well through the trial stage. Yeah, I, I have actually always had a great experience dealing with the FDA. You know, they are really, they've really been properly motivated. They're trying to do the right thing. And, and in the meetings that we've had before we began our phase two trial, they were very supportive, and there was a lot of enthusiasm from the agency for trying these new therapies. They recognized the need. And with that, I'd like to thank Dr. Lawrence Cohen, who's been our guest. He's president and CEO of Via Pharmaceuticals, which is developing a pill that will have a role of inflammation and atherosclerosis, which is a yet another way the drug industry and our medical researchers are looking to attack heart disease. Uh, it's not just about statins or hypertensive drugs anymore. I'd like to thank Dr. Cohen, who's been our guest from his offices in San Francisco. I'm Bruce Japson with the Chicago Tribune. I've been your host, and I'd like to thank you today for listening.